It's a cold open to this trade edition of the eight, but by gee, it was anything but for the opening of the trade period. What a Monday it was, Morgan Hardy. Yeah, always. I love trade week. Non-stop for Not, a couple yeah, of hours yeah. there. It was. I just remember sending you so many things. Like, <laughs> look at this new one. I'd, I'd just send something through and then something else would be right there as well. I'd, yeah. My Twitter was on fire yesterday. There was some, some really massive uh, you know, player explorations happening there. There was. I think the biggest was uh, Brett Delidio nominating mm. the Cats as his... His destination, yeah, of choice, yeah. Which well, um, there'd been a little bit of talk about it, but I, I was quite surprised. I don't know about you. I thought the uh, the winds might have been turning. He'd he'd probably stay at the Tigers over the last couple set of tigers, weeks. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure because obviously I understand. Richmond is a sinking ship right now. I'd bail as well. I would a hundred percent bail, especially when you're hearing about like your teammates wanting out, like you know Ty Vickery, obviously. Um. So I understand why. I just, what do we think about Geelong though? I don't think, I think that's pretty weak, I guess. Cats uh, definitely look to be chasing the premiership very hard mm. in the short term future. Yeah. It, it is a little bit weak though, isn't it? It's an, yeah. a bit of a cop out really. It's a bit of a bandwagon jump. I when think. you've been, you know, uh, a leader at the mm. Tigers since he was drafted, sort of yeah. just jump and try and join a team that's in contention for a premiership. Like, it's completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah, but I totally understand. It is It is a little bit weak. It hurt as a Tigers fan as well. Yeah, it would, for yeah, sure. Our thoughts are with our dear friend Val Febo. Yeah, sorry, Val. I wonder if he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's just interesting because I don't think the Cats, like, with their list as it is, I'm not sure that they're huge contention. Well, they're very clearly trying to top up, though, aren't they? They definitely are. And, yeah. of course, uh, Carlton Zach Tui mm. has nominated um, yeah, Cats as his well, preferred yeah. destination as well. Are clearly trying to rejuvenate that, that back they line. They are, yeah. They're, they lost Corey and right. Jimmy Bartel's certainly ageing now. Yeah. Well, they'll put him in the VFL anyway. So yeah. He's good as gone. So, I, I and we've talked about a bit over the past couple of months about, I suppose, the lack of top-line talent through their midfield, which we was have, exposed yeah. during finals. Yeah. Delidio offers someone that is a really experienced and talented midfield hand but can also probably play off half-back a bit. Yeah, he'd be good in the, in the side. And uh, Tui is... I, I really like what he's done mm. at Carlton over the past few years off that half-back line. Yeah. He, you know, he's a solid... Solid defender. He's got a really good kick on him. Yeah, he's he definitely re- he's definitely rejigged. They're both Carlton a lot. They both, both have. be really good uh, additions to the cat side. But I, I don't know. I'm struggling to see how they can get to Lydio, let alone Tui. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, what would they have to give? Oh, that's the thing. Uh, the Tigers have said that they they don't really want Stephen Motlop. But I, mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure what currency <laughs> the Cats have that they'd be willing to give. I, I don't know yeah. how how much the Tigers would want picks either. I don't know if they're looking... Uh, they, they'd surely be looking for picks. Well, you'd hope so, but it's... Oh, it's true. It's <laughs> We've already seen that they're still keeping Hardwick there. So, um, yeah, I think they'll probably be after picks, though, realistically. Because they know they're not in contention. Surely they know that. <laughs> they should, especially surely. losing Tyrone. Yeah. As maligned as he is, that certainly yeah. sets the tone for where they it will does. be next year. Yeah. 
Especially if they like, well, obviously Delito said he wants out. Yeah. So that has to, you know, raise a bit of. Yeah. What do we What do we want for this then? The Tigers have said, you know, he's contracted for I think another two years, so they they want to keep him. But yeah, obviously. So he's contracted to the end of next season, actually. But when a player like that, if his caliber says they want out, yeah, it's rough. It doesn't look great. No. And I, I'm not sure you know, how much worth there is in trying to force him to stay for another season. Yeah. And then lose him when he's uncontracted. He'll just be unhappy and you'll see that through his playing ability. Yeah. But I'm not sure, like, if Geelong can really give up anything that Richmond would want. Yeah, I've tried to rack my brain a few times over the past day. I'm just, I'm not sure how they get it done. I'm not either. I'm not either. Especially trying to be two in as well. Surprised that Delidio and Tui are both, you know, their managers have nominated long as their destination because it's so tough especially what the Lydia is worth to the Tigers still at this stage yeah 29 still in the peak of his career with another year left on his contract it's not easy to dislodge a player like that yeah yeah I'm just not sure Cats is probably the greatest destination for him like obviously he wants to be within flag contention but maybe it might have been better for him to go a bit bit lower yeah because right now, obviously, we're seeing he won't he won't get into the dogs. Yeah, he won't yeah. get into Hawks. He he won't get into Geelong, Adelaide. Obviously, he's probably wanting to say Victoria as well. He would you'd assume, yes. So, yeah, it. I think I think this is one that will play out over the entirety of the two weeks. Yeah, I agree. This will come down to it, you know, Friday four o'clock, and everyone will be like, <clears throat> "We'll look Ooh, yeah. it." <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I I don't think it's looking bright for Dolly Dolly. It's to a, be honest. a real maybe at the moment. Mm, yeah, because obviously, and I don't blame them. Richmond won't want to give him up without something good. Yeah. And whether Geelong can deliver that or not, oh yeah, it's questionable. It's always tough as well with a player. He's twenty nine. Yeah. He's still playing good football. But you yeah. Never be too certain yeah. about how quickly that, that cliff depletes. will come. Yeah. Yeah, he could have. He could fall off a cliff very quickly. You don't know he could play for a long time. I don't, I'm not sure either side will be able to sort of come yeah. to an agreeable He's value. probably left it too late, hasn't he? Actually? Yeah, almost. Yeah, because if he jumped jumped out, you know. Like, yeah, if he wanted contention as well, he probably should have left like three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Because Richmond were never there. Way too much belief within that football club of their own abilities, yeah. I think. I think that's what's blocking Richmond. Yeah. Actually. No one's willing to sort of take a realistic look at it. Yeah. Everyone's just in dreamland. Like, yeah. We'll get there, guys. No, you won't. <laughs> There's so many clubs that are so much better. Yeah. So they definitely need to look at that <laughs> at some point. <laughs> have, a, have a look at, I think, the second biggest story mm-hmm. of the day. This was a big one as well. Uh, Carlton halfback, an all-Australian. Player who's had a really good couple of years and really started to Yeah, you forgot something. Um, remember he won the Fox footy. Very prestigious. The longest kick. Longest kick, which actually was a huge kick. So. How could I forget? I know. I can't believe it. They replayed that show actually like a million times on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Gibbs has uh, informed Carlton that he wants to return home mm. to South Australia. Yeah. Adelaide are uh, the clear front runners for his services because Port Adelaide... Their salary cap is <laughs> not in a good state. No, it's not. So they won't be affected. But the Crows are very, very interested, as you'd As they would. Imagine. They should be, yeah. 
he would be an excellent addition, I think, to to that Adelaide side. Yeah. They need. They definitely need someone like him. He's very silky, very good, a really good kick. Yeah, any club would be. Yeah, stoked. He's uh, a great player. He's. I think he's got more of a chance to go to Adelaide than Delito does. To the oh, Cats absolutely. Because of that go home factor. It'll probably get done. I reckon. So that means the Blues have said that there are. They want to try and work through their the issues with Gibbs, but uh, when there's that um, go home factor, you know. I, yeah, and that's. That could be just all it is. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can all relate to that. Yeah. So, I, and when that's there, you know, that's a huge emotional blockage. So, getting past that, I don't think it'll happen for Carlton. Um, but I think he'd be a very good fit at Adelaide. Yeah. I just don't know what, what would Adelaide give them. It'd have to be... This is, this is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide have picked 13. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a, a mid-range that's not bad. first rounder. I I don't know if that satisfies the Blues all alone by itself. Yeah, they, they have need... to start wondering if they, they throw in a player They'd or if have there's to throw a, in a, player. a pick grade somewhere else or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, I reckon it'd have to be first round pick player. I think... But which player? Someone like a, a Jared Lyons. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And Alice Yolman. Mm-hmm. I think Alice Yolman would be a really good fit in yeah, that Carlton side, yeah. actually. He's someone that's that struggled for consistent game time at Adelaide as well. Mm. Quite quick, quite silky. Um, Jared Lyons hasn't had much opportunity as of late. Yeah. The Crows, I think he played about seven or eight games. But that's because the, the Crows. Because they're a very good side. You know, a yeah. couple of years ago, he had a really good year. He yeah. showed a lot. I think for either of those players, that could be a good chance to sort of reset Great chance, yeah. At an yeah. up-and-coming we're, club. We've seen it a lot. Like, St Kilda picked up a whole ton, which absolute credit to our list manager. Well, St Kilda's list manager. I'll be unbiased. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, picked up the one I can think of off my head, Tim Membry. Yep. Picked him up from Sydney, who obviously couldn't really get games. Uh, Josh Bruce as Josh well. Josh Bruce, yeah. And look at them now. Yeah. At St Kilda. Yeah. So it's just like untapped talent, basically. And I reckon those two guys are it. And they yeah. could compl- be excellent at Carlton. Even uh, looking at this year's premiers, the Dogs, they, <laughs> they picked up Shane Biggs from Sydney for a two-pick downgrade, basically. Yeah. And they picked up Joel Hamlin as a delisted free agent as well. Yeah. They both ended up being you know, pretty important being cogs great, in the premiership. Yeah. Definitely. So I think we're seeing, as of late, a real, um, you know, some of those players that aren't getting game time or aren't yeah. rated by their clubs are are able to play a really important role huge, at other teams. Huge market for it. And um, someone like Alice Yolman, I think I really liked what I've seen from him. There's yeah. a lot of potential to work with there. Yeah, actually, that's, I think that's been a bit of a, a blockage as well, thinking delisted free agents or players that aren't getting a lot of play time somehow used to equate to they're not that good. Yeah. But now, obviously, it's like, well, no, let's think about why yep. we're not seeing the best of. And pe- clubs are now, so that's great. And especially when you look at, like, the Crows forward line, you know, uh, especially Lions, but Alice Yolman also spends a bit of time forward when he's yep. in that team. They're so stacked. Yeah, It's always yeah. going to be so difficult to... To get a game. To fit in there. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's tough to work out what, how Carlton value Gibbs... Yeah. Because along with Tui, you know, they form that half back line. Yeah. They don't have I, a I would great, be reluctant. Great deal go. of talent. Yeah. If they lose both of them, that sets them back. 
definitely sets them back, especially crucial at this point in time, I think. Yeah. Because they've already been set back. So, you know, they need to start it, keeping these plates. It's even more pressure on poor old Patty Cripps. Yeah. Absolutely. Who was already holding Yeah, holding, holding that midfield together and now if you lose Bryce Gibbs mm. and Zach too, yeah. Yeah. They obviously I think they're gonna rate Bryce Gibbs yeah. highly. Yeah, they're gonna rate him higher than Adelaide will, I think, in terms of value, obviously. Yeah. Uh whether they can meet that. I like I said, I think there's I think it's a decent chance when there's that go home factor. Yeah. You don't really want to be sort of forcing a player to stay when he doesn't want to be there. Mm. But when he's such an important player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's worth more at, at to Carlton. Carlton than he is to Adelaide. Mm, yeah, at absolutely. Adelaide, he's um, a little bit of a, you know, the icing on top of the cake that I hope that will take them to that next level. Yeah. Which I think it definitely would actually. Yeah. But um, obviously you're not going to rate that as highly as we literally need him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I reckon Carlton will come out guns blazing. Adelaide will fight a bit, I reckon. Yeah. They'll, they'll play hardball. But um, I think picks aren't the worst thing for Carlton at this stage. Definitely not. Definitely and, not. you know, some players like Alliance or Alice Yolman, who are, you know, have shown potential are a little bit untested still, but could provide something and will probably slot straight into their side. Yeah. Because, you know... I think there's probably a little bit more pain ahead for Carlton anyway before they, yeah, oh, yeah, they start flying up the ladder. They're nowhere near it at, the, at this point. They, you know, that'll give them two you know, fairly high first rounders if they mm. do take a pick 13 and a player. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world for them. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's not great, but yeah, at this point in time, it's probably the best time for it to happen. Yeah, I agree. Because, so, um, yeah, obviously if they're starting to fly up the ladder, if they're sitting, you know, Ninth, tenth, eleventh ish. Um, then losing Bryce Gibbs would yeah. be a catastrophe. Yeah. So right now they have time to replace him, see how that goes. If it doesn't work, you know, muddle with things a little bit. I think they'll be okay. I think so too. Uh, I want to. I want to take a look at at Tom Mitchell's trade mm, request. Yeah. I think this is a an interesting long time point. coming. Um, I think we'll also probably talk a little bit about. Jager O'Meara and Tyrone Vickery in this one as well. Just talking about yeah. the Hawks in general because this is shaping up to be just a huge trade period for them. Yeah. I, how are they doing it? How do they have the salary cup to fit this? The um the likes of, of Hodge, Mitchell and Gibson and Lewis, the um the salary cuts they must have taken They'd to allow to this be is huge. huge. They'd have to be huge. You look at Tyrone Vickery on 500 grand a year and you're like, that's, you know, a bit of a risk, but it could really pay off, I think, in that Hawthorne side. Yeah. When you're adding Jaeger O'Meara and Tom Mitchell to that as well, you're like, bloody hell. Uh, yeah, I don't... There's some pretty incredible um, list management going on. Yeah. And some people Waverley. taking some serious cuts, yeah. I imagine. Because I don't, I don't... I genuinely don't know. If they get these two players, I don't know how it's going to fit. And... Uh, Tom Mitchell, it's uh, it's been suggested that the offer the Hawks have put to him is much more lucrative than what the Swans did, longer and... and it would have to be to leave the Swans, surely. Significantly more lucrative, afl.com.au suggests. Oh, significantly. Significantly. Wow. So afl.com using adjectives. He'd probably be on at least Tyrone Vickery sort of salary. It would you have to be five around to that six area. Yeah. in that area. 
Yeah. I don't. Why else would you really leave Sydney? Yeah. You know, if you're not getting a better deal. He's um, a lot has been talked about the Hawks and their their contested ball mm. or lack thereof. Lack thereof. In yeah. that area, he's someone that could really signal a, a strong change in that area. Oh, absolutely. He'd be great in that side. I thought he had. He had a really good final series. Yeah, he did, yeah. for the Swans. He was one of the few that really consistently stood up, him and Josh Kennedy. Yeah. He was also shown he can probably, you know, drift forward a little bit as well. But he's a contested ball gun. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is for sure. A really strong ability to get hands on the ball. Yeah. And that's something the Hawks probably lacked this year. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to forget, but he's only 23 years old. Yeah. So there's scope for improvement. Huge room for improvement. He will fit in quite nicely in that side, I'd think. And, oh, yeah, I just don't know how realistic it is, though. If you add a fit, Jaeger or Mira as well. Yeah, they have they, to. They um, suddenly jump right back up into contention. They do, which is But not can you get good. a fit, Jaeger? I don't know. Jaeger's uh, such an... Both of these are such interesting moves. Yeah. Uh, Tom Mitchell... At this stage is a little bit more of a proven commodity because Omira has been out of action for so yep. long now. But Omira's ceiling, I would suggest, is higher. Mm. We we saw what he, he did early on for the Suns and he looked incredible. Yeah. But oh, Omira's injuries really scare me. I know the yeah. Hawks would have done all their research and done all their medicals and that, but... <laughs> It does because they're going to have to give up it's a fair risky. bit for Omira. It's risky. The yeah. Suns clearly still rate Omira very highly and rightly As so. As they should, yeah. Because if he gets on the park, he's a gun. Yeah. But can he get on the park? I just That's I don't the know. Thing, yeah, I'm not sure that Hawthorne's probably the best. Like he'd be very good in that side. But I I don't know if that's the most realistic thing for him. Because he did he request Hawthorne? Uh yes. Yeah. Mm. The Suns, uh, Suns have said that they want proven and established players in exchange for Omira, uh, yeah. and the Hawks they've um, denied speculation that Luke Bruce and James Sicily are names that have been mentioned, but uh, apparently, according to Marcus Ashcroft, the Gold Coast Football Manager, mm-hmm. there's been a list of anywhere between six to eight players that have been discussed, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, let's talk. Especially guess. if you rule out Luke Bruce and James Sicily. Who is that? Uh, you know, because they'd have to be established, obviously. Yeah, if they're established and proven players, then that Ooh, that makes it a lot tougher. That's so interesting. And when you're talking about proven, established players, that means really best twenty-two, or at least it has to be best twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. And that really interests me. Maybe someone like ah, oh, Liam Shields. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Um, because, and look. For the Hawks, it probably doesn't make sense to get rid of established players when they're bringing in such <laughs> such strength. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, how do you meet that? I don't know. Uh, maybe I someone like either. a Will Langford. Yeah. Perhaps. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, sure. Taylor Jurea. Yeah. Billy Hartung. Guys like that, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'd want more for Jager. Jager. Same. But again, you know, the currency, if they want proven established players and if the Hawks are telling the truth and James Sicily and Luke Bruce have been taken off the table it's not yeah. a great nothing really stands out does it no not really you know the likes of Shields and Jurea and Langford they're 
solid yeah. to good players. Yeah. But when you're looking at Jager O'Meara... You don't want solid to good. Yeah. Yeah. You want good to excellent. Yeah, and I, I just keep looking at this the list and I don't... I can't really see anyone that they'd be willing to just give up. Yeah. So, that's... Yeah, interesting. And and personally, I thought someone like a loose Luke Bruce made sense. It does make sense. It completely makes sense. And Sicily as well. And Sicily as well. And those two are the ones that were, you know, really at the forefront of my mind mm. and had been discussed. But for the Hawks to completely rule that out surprises me. Yeah. Or maybe they're just trolling us. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Like, it's a possibility. It's a very real possibility. Because it is trade week. Like, all bets are off. <laughs> the clubs hate telling the truth during trade week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, I understand why. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, that one will be interesting. I don't... I just don't see it happening. I it's, don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's so much already re- a day and a, a tiny bit yeah. into the trade period. And there's all these these deals that are, um, how do they fall into place? Yeah. Uh, that's that's the thing. There's been a lot of shouts, but I, I just don't realistically, if, apart from Bryce Gibbs going to Adelaide, I, I don't see the others happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm just wondering, maybe Amira should have probably gone somewhere else. I'm not... What do you think? No, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Obviously not Geelong, because I don't think they'd... There, there's always that, that lure of the Hawks, though, isn't there? Yeah, They've been a yeah, good club for a decade now. Absolutely. And uh, you'd want to be, like, obviously watching them this year, you'd want to be, like, that player that was like, I'll come in, take him to a premiership again. Jaeger talked about the uh, the quality of Hawthorne's doctors. Which I'm oh. not sure I put a great uh, weight on that reasoning. No. No, because they'd all. They, every, anyway. Every club that has money would have the best doctors. Yeah. So that's yeah. a weird one to go. You can on. understand facilities and all that sort of stuff, but yeah. doctors is a little bit odd. Yeah, it is. It's that's such a front, isn't it? Yeah. You just want to go to Hawthorne. Yeah. Like, it's fine. So does everyone. That's that's the problem. So does everyone. And they don't really want to give up much. It's Hawthorne and Geelong and Collingwood at the moment. They're yeah. the three real massive destination clubs. Yeah. I can't even remember who was in the top eight. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other clubs that would that would have been better for. When, when you're looking at names like this, there's not always a great sort of uh, room for this movement. No, there's not. Especially there's not, not too good sides when so many players want to go. Yeah. The Hawks are trying to fit in Vickery through free agency, then Mitchell and O'Meara. Yeah. Cats are trying to fit in Delidio and Tui, and they've already brought in Henderson and Dangerfield and Scott Salwood. Yeah. The Pies have been, they're such uh, movers and shakers at the moment with Wells on big money, Maine on big money, yeah. that sort of stuff. It's tough to see how, you know, everything falls in the line. It's really tough. It's really tough. I'm thinking perhaps um, Jaeger should have gone for an upcomer as well. That might have been a more realistic and better fit for him anyway. Oh, somebody like, I don't know, a Gold Coast Suns. They're not up and coming, please. <laughs> oh, how do you know that? He's <laughs> going to rule them out. Did you nearly. watch them this year? They were awful. Oh, they had good games. The only good game they played was like against St Kilda and Melbourne. Oh, they're... You know, they might add Andreas Everett. You're talking smack. To their already You're strong, talking strong list of outside smack. runners. Smack. 
No, we're like... going to add Jared Witts. <laughs> God. They'll be okay in a few years. But, like, I'm talking people that will be in the aid next year. Yeah. You just want him at St Kilda, don't you? Uh, basically. I'd be happy to see him at Melbourne as well. <laughs> I'm just thinking about him, you know? I'm just thinking about him. What's best for Jaeger? Yeah. What's best well, for Obviously, Jaeger? it's the doctors at Hawthorne. <laughs> so he thinks. He's not thinking straight. He just wants to go to the three-peat. Before we wrap up, I want to I want to throw a couple onto you that you haven't prepared for. We'll see how you handle them. No. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Port Adelaide and Hamish Hartlett. Oh, God. Okay. What What is going on there? I don't know. Uh, Hamish Hartlett <laughs> said last week that he, he wanted to stay at the power. He'd been told by, by Hinckley and co that he was a required player. Port Adelaide had come out this week and said that they're still open to trading their vice captain. Okay. Something's not right at Port Adelaide. Not if you want to trade your vice captain. Yeah. They've got salary cap issues. Well, yeah, we know seems. that. They signed yeah. Hartlett on a, I think it was a five-year deal on very good money that no one else really wants to take a sniff at. Yeah. Uh, off the back of one good year, they, they signed Matt Loby to a four-year deal on pretty good money as well. Yep. And they've got the likes of Robbie Gay and Travis Boak on good money. Ollie Wines and Chad Wingard would be up there. starting to get up there. Absolutely. There's a lot of pressure on Ken Hinckley as well heading into next season. Mm. It, it's not great. No. And, and then, of course, not. in recent years, they brought in Charlie Dixon and Paddy Ryder. Yeah. On, I would imagine, to be excellent money looking at a premiership tilt. They were bang average yeah. this season. They were, weren't they? I don't, I don't like this at all for Port. Something's fishy, I reckon. It's not good. I don't know what it would be though. Obviously, I don't reckon the culture's that great. Yeah, that's obviously one. Um, it feels deeper than just culture, though, doesn't it? Uh, like if you're at a point where you want to, you're open to trading your vice captain. It's not good. It doesn't look great. Yeah, like what are what are they trying to do? Maybe they think that, like that would get them something better. That frees up salary cap, but yeah, again, it's your vice captain. I I don't know. There's better players to trade off a salary room than him. And it's not good either way. Even if he stays, there's always still that that question that like they looked at at getting rid of him. Yeah. very seriously as well. And that would not that would not be great as a person. Like and you running around for that team, someone part of your leadership group. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, and you. A little bit scared about what precedent it could set as well. When you yeah. look at clubs that sort of do this sort of stuff, do you wonder if someone like an Ollie Wines, when his his contract comes up, goes, well, they're willing to do this to their their vice captain. Why should I stay here? Sort exactly. Of it doesn't yeah. promote club loyalty. No, it doesn't at all, which is really odd in an era where you really want to yeah. create club loyalty. So, mm. I want to I want to talk about... Uh, one more, mm. one more <laughs> trade issue week. I love trade week. in trade week. Where are we? Mm-hmm. What a way to kick it off! But yep. it's another, another leadership almost scandal up scandal. in Brisbane with Tommy Rockliffe. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good for either party at the moment, does it? No. Uh, Brisbane, of course, with their new coach in Chris Fagan, he's saying that you know before they make any decision, he wants to meet with Tom, and I think that will happen. By tomorrow, I believe, and they'll meet, they'll sit down, they'll have a chat, but everything is pointing towards both parties wanting him out of the club. 
Yeah. And which makes he's sense. their captain. Which he is it, their captain. It just it really amplifies the problems that Chris it Fagan faces does, heading up yeah. to that club. I'm unsurprised with this. Though. I'm incredibly unshocked. Completely unsurprised. And I think if they can get rid of me, it's the right move. I think it's the right move as well. This is a time, this is a crucial moment for Brisbane to start completely re yeah. Just completely start and over. There's been a lot of talk that he's not incredibly well liked at the club. He might be causing mm. some issues. They're not yep. entirely happy with his attitude. Yeah. He caused a little bit of a scandal the other day with some comments on Twitter <laughs> that the club were far from happy about. Yeah. But who who wants him and who's willing to front up? Yeah, that's a uh, question. Collingwood, Gubby think, Allen reportedly put in the yeah. call to his manager to see if he wanted a fresh start. I'd, again, how do the Pies get him and how do they fit him in? But um, Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The, the biggest, You'd, I think the Lions really are going to be taking unders if they want to get rid of him. Yeah. I But that might be worth it for them. It might. I. When it comes to club culture, if you're taking a hit, sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's worth it. That to hit ship in the short term off. for the long term gain. Yeah, and that's what Brisbane have to do. And I'm wondering, um, it's basically a done deal that Jack Frost will go up to Brisbane. Maybe mm-hmm. he could be involved in a little bit of a oh, some sort yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah. Maybe package a, a pick and Jack Frost for yeah. for Rockcliffe. I don't Rockcliffe. know. That would that would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah. It just, I mean, yeah, Brisbane's just so... It, there was a bit of talk that Adelaide might be interested in him, but that seems to have sort of... I don't, yeah, I don't ...soured a little yeah. bit. I uh, well, if he's competing against Bryce Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. I think he'd be a solid addition to Collingwood, but it's always harsh to sort of, I suppose, have a go at someone who is a very good footballer and gets very good numbers and can get goals. But he isn't... He doesn't have the most impact no, he as doesn't. a midfielder. Gets a lot of the ball, but yeah, I'd rather Adam Trelaw than I would Tom yeah, he's he's not a good user of the ball. So I, I don't know. And it doesn't surprise me that there's not an incredible amount of interest. As yeah, I know. So, yeah. It just, it's so sad to see, though, because it, it, it is. completely epitomises where, where Brisbane, Brisbane are. Right. Yeah. And it's not looking bright whatsoever. And again, like, you look at... The, you just look at a captain who, from all reports, was just about putting himself out there only a month or so ago to clubs and getting nothing back. Yeah. And now it looks like the football club are all but putting him out there publicly as well. Yeah. A relationship that neither party really wants to be a part of anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like he might get stuck there. Like nearly every deal this trade period, how does it get done? How does it get done? It's just not the currency. Yeah. <laughs> Talking market stats. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what a what a start to the trade yeah. period already. Of course, Daniel Wells on big money to the pies. There's been a lot happening in the two days of free agency and the one day of the trade period. Mm, yeah. Where, where does it go from here? Who knows? Who knows? We'll see in a week, won't we? We've got Michael here, but it looks like he'll go. That'll be pretty easily done. Yeah. Uh, to the days, it's just the sticking point is Melbourne want to give a second round pick for next year. The days want to, uh, sorry, the Dons want a second pick this year. Right. That's all yeah. that's holding that up. Uh, Travis Cloak, that's basically just a haggle over money somewhere between 60 and 70. Yeah. 
that's all it is. A pick that'll get done pretty quickly. Yeah, should do. Dion Presti is pretty interesting as well with the Tigers. Mm. And uh, if they can get a little bit of value out of Delidio, that could uh, potentially help them yeah. pull Presti in. Because the Tigers want to keep pick six, but there's no way they can keep pick six for Prestia. No. They'd He's have to way get too rid of good it. to not warrant pick six. Yeah, this is this is what the thing with Richmond though. Like, uh, they're just not realistic about where they are. Yeah, and they need to start asking those tough questions yep. and start going. Okay, so this is where we're at. Where do we go from here? Yeah, because you can just see if they're confused by do we keep pick what would you say eight six six do we do we p- keep pick six or do we get a good player in? Impressive. Impressive. A guaranteed they, good player. Yeah. Pick six can be a little bit, and you've oh, got to wait yeah, for him to come be. on. Prestier yeah. is a proven Proven gun. now. But then, like, is that what Richmond need, though, right Yeah. Now? You know? Like, that. They just need to, oh, they're frustrating. I, I like, seriously feel sorry for every Richmond supporter in the yeah. world. Because it would just be, like, teeth-grindingly horrible to support them. Yeah. Just so frustrating. Uh, the Cameron McCarthy move to Fremantle is starting to look a bit more positive. Mm-hmm. The talks there. It looks like maybe a swap of early picks. Yeah. So uh, Freo's pick three, I think it's the Giants pick seven or something like that. They might yeah. be um, sort of involved in a bit of a swap there. That that should get done quicker than it looked like it might before the trade period. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, uh, the Hawks confirmed that Bruce won't be heading to the Gold Coast as part of the O'Meara deal. Mm-hmm. Reese Conker's been offered a new deal. Mm-hmm. By the Tigers, looks like he might stay. Yep. Uh, Hayden Ballantyne, after all that that mid-season posturing yeah. and, and anger, it looks like he'll probably yeah, stay, stay at on. Fremantle yeah. despite requesting a trade to their rivals. Mm. And uh, a couple of good news stories for uh, Clay Smith and Dan Menzel. Yeah. Uh, both multiple Re-signing. ACL sufferers have, have signed one-year contract extensions with yeah. their clubs, and that's always good to see, I think. Very good. Very feel-good. I think... That's all we've got for our uh, yeah. our first trade edition. Very of the exciting. A. You've nutted out a few issues, and you know, maybe uh, if any list managers out there, you know, we're, <laughs> we're free for a, a good fee. We're, yeah, we're available to discuss your realistic um, Richmond, Richmond, <coughs> Richmond. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we'll be back the same time next week. Hopefully a, a couple of these deals have progressed yeah. a little bit further than they look like they might. I imagine they would have. It'll be a good wrap-up, I think. I think it will be a good wrap-up. Mm. We can see how right or wrong we were. <laughs> and as always, you can follow us on Twitter at The 8 Podcast and you can follow me at Toby Chapman. And Morgan, Morgan B. Harding. And Morgan. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> no worries, Toby. <laughs> That's all we've got for now.